0: everybody, welcome back to Working at the Wheel. Uh, we're so happy to have you back for our second episode of the year, but also first episode of our new series, What's That Fruit? Every time I say that, I think, What's That Pokemon? Yeah, okay, some of you might be too young to, to know that, and if you are... We're still glad that you're here, but I might need to to culture you a little bit after this. Um, Anyway, besides the point, we're really happy that you're listening. Um, And like I said, today we're starting in our What's That Fruit series. And we're going to be talking about love and kindness. Um, So basically... Um, this series idea references from Galatians 5, 22 and 23, that says, by the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against these things. There is no law. Um, So we're talking about the fruits of the Spirit in this series. And with that, I'd like to welcome um, my co-hosts and guests for the day that is going to kick this series off. Um, So we've got some fresh voices, some old voices here. One of my um, old voices is one that You've come to know and love, and that is Miss Elena Lotto sitting here next to me. How's it going, Elena?
1: What's well, good? It's fine. I'm going <laughs> great.
0: And then our other two newer voices are Josh Jast.
2: What's up, party people?
0: And the very own Zach Ferraro. <laughs> well, welcome. We're all happy that you're here. Uh, we want to dive into this topic right away here, and basically the answer that we're trying to, the question that we're trying to answer here is what is love in the context of Galatians, in the context of the fruit of the Spirit? um, And what are we really trying to get at here with an episode called Love and Kindness? Because that's very broad when it comes to love and and kindness in the Lord. Great, I feel like where we need to start is just the common
1: question of what is love? So I think if we're just starting with um, what is love, Something to think about is that God is love and describes himself as such. Um, like that is the very attribute of his character that he defines himself by is love.
3: I um, I just read a book that uh, it's called knowledge of the Holy A.W. Tozer. And he was talking about how like an attribute of God is love. And it's interesting. like, he says like it's an attribute of God, but it doesn't, it's not the only part of God. Cause he was like saying, then love is god but we don't worship love we worship god so it's interesting hearing him it that way
1: that's so good i love that yeah but in the context of today's episode let's dig into what about god is love like what does that love look like and i think a great place to start um is the word hased which is a hebrew word um, for love especially used in the old testament which refers to in english this Translation of loving kindness, um, that is related to grace, sacrifice, and kindness. Um, and so, I think hased is a word of like a faithful love. It's a loyal love, and it's love put into action, um, like wrapping itself up in positive attributes of God, like the love, the covenant, faithfulness, mercy, grace, kindness, loyalty, um, acts of devotion. Loving kindness goes beyond the requirements of duty.
0: For sure, and I think. Um, we'll get into this a little bit more in the episode, but when we're thinking about loving kindness, it it can be outward, but it can also be inward. Like it it can be towards ourselves. And there is a point where we're, you know, keeping ourselves accountable and making sure that we're loving ourselves as much as we're loving others. But usually when we're talking about loving kindness, this is an outward action. This is when we think about the fruits of the spirit and like what we talked about on our intro episode of something that comes naturally and something that we can't fake, um, loving kindness is something that goes outwards towards others, um, tenderness, consideration. Um, it's, it's an expression that's not like Mm self-motivating, like it is selfless. Um, and we're doing it basically out of the strict consent of we're doing this because we want to love like Jesus.
3: I think what you said about how the love is loyal stands out to me. Um, of like like i have your your best interest in mind because it's like in hebrews you know like he disciplines the one whom he loves and so it's like i'm disciplining you out of love like i have your best interest at mind that loyalty sticks out to me
1: yeah that's so good zach
2: yeah and the idea of love being an outward action is something we kind of forget about sometimes sometimes we um we try to show love to someone but we don't really do anything to show it or we We withhold what we could be doing or what we could be saying to encourage them. Um, And it's important to remember that love is really shown by your actions.
0: Yeah, I think in context today, we're almost scared to love people. Like, we're almost scared that if we express love, if we do this outward love and kindness kind of thing, that we're going to face rejection, that we're going to face not loving kindness back. Um, And I think that kind of goes into what i was talking about a little bit earlier where it's like that's kind of self-seeking like that's kind of selfish to want to love somebody to receive it back instead of just loving them no matter what their response might be um, but the other part that goes along with that is that love casts out all fear so we, we read about that in first john 4 that perfect love casts out all fear so when we're loving each other the way that jesus intended us um, the way that galatians is talking about loving kindness we are loving people without fear, without fear of rejection, without fear of backlash. Like we're truly loving people intentionally, and honestly, naturally. Like it shouldn't come hard. It should be. It should come supernatural to love people through the spirit and through the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm.
1: I think too on that um, love means that you have come to the conclusion that no one owes you anything mm, yeah um and and also that um and, and I think this is how it relates to God is that someone else's love like in a human form doesn't build me up like other people aren't holding me up so they can't let me down For sure. um to the point where it's like love creates an unoffendable clean heart yeah um and I think that that's an important thing to be like oh like that's something that love either creates or is
3: could I could I share a story?
0: Absolutely, go for so it. So
3: like, okay. So for this idea of like perfect love casts out fear. So like, what helps me understand that? So like, I think like junior year of high school, I was going Black Friday shopping with one of my friends and like a couple others, and we were like in the middle of the store, and I just started making a scene. Like I was just like, you know what, Tip? No, you always do this. And we just started shouting, and like he knew I was kidding. And we're in this crowded, like, coals, you know, and, like, and everyone's staring, thinking we're annoying and insane and whatnot. And I just was like, I just don't care because I know I've got my friend here. I know I'm loved by him. And so when we have, like, moments of fear, like, how are people going to reject me? Are they going to reject my love? You know, like, I'm sure everyone in that coals was rejecting me, (laughs) but, like, but i know i have that safety net of that love and so we also know we have the safety net of that love of jesus that that's not going anywhere like we that's locked in we have that love
0: i also think that loving kindness kind of goes along with like developing relationships like jesus does with other humans like to a point where it's like we all are loved and love very differently like there's a certain way that each of us best feels loved and there's a certain way that we have like gifts in the way that we can love others in a really great way and this loving kindness comes unselfishly by like just developing a really close relationship with first of all God but also his creation in other people where if we can truly like know these other people sometimes people know you better than you know yourself to the point of like human relationship and that is like another example of loving kindness like going outwards where it's like I know this person so well. I know how they're going to be loved and I want to show them that because like the Lord puts people in our lives on this earth to be kind of that physical part in our lives that he isn't necessarily all the time. So I think when it comes to that too, like the knowing and the intimacy of relationships can also be a part of loving kindness that goes into that outward expression of it.
1: Yeah. I think we get to demonstrate love, um, to others and like that gets to be like our gift like we learn love from the father Mm. um through jesus who then gives us holy spirit which is where this fruit is generated from and then we get to model that love in relationships um and once again we're just free to love um like there's a there's a passage that's like let like no other debt um be outstanding other than the debt to continually love one another yeah that we're just indebted to love people and And
0: that's what you were saying when it comes to like owing people things yeah if we go into the mentality of like people don't owe me anything there is no debt behind love and there shouldn't be debt behind love
1: and then that goes into what zach was talking about with just like the freedom to be like i don't need approval Mm -hmm. in a way but not in a rebellious way just like i don't need approval like i know like i'm accepted and i'm loved by who it really matters from so And with that, I think that it's important to then talk about what is love not? Yeah.
3: I think for me, like, love doesn't have a personal agenda. Like, oh, yeah, I care about your well-being as a means for my gain. You know, like, like, you you could do, like, a podcast like this. Like, yeah, I hope this podcast serves people so that I look really good, (laughs) you know, or like, like being willing to listen to a friend and like yeah i'm really open to listening to you so that i hope you tell other people that i'm such a good listener you know like it like it's not there's no agenda there's no selfish agenda that's not love
0: well i think one way to describe what you're saying zach is like that's very self-focused and love is not self-focused love should not be of this world and that's when it comes to like us wanting to love like Jesus Jesus is not of this world sure he lived in this world but he's not of this world and neither is God and that's where we're thinking of like if we want to truly love like the Lord like Jesus we should be doing that with Holy Spirit which are things not of this world
2: yeah there's a there's a big like push in our culture to uh, um self-love when people ever feel down or downcast it's always looking um to themselves and within themselves to find um love and meaning and purpose Mm -hmm. to bring their spirits up and um well i mean there's a time and a place for like biblical good self-love like maybe taking a night off for yourself
0: or a sabbath or yeah sabbath or
2: something like that but it's it's definitely not not right to always look into yourself um because just like any other sin that is that's from pride and that breeds this idea that you can figure it out all yourself you don't Mm -hmm. need god um you can rely on yourself for happiness and usually it doesn't work those people are more miserable than they are before but i feel like there's a huge cult uh culture push to self-love and instead of looking outwardly and how they can help others how they can make someone else's day
3: to make their own mm-hmm. josh someone shared a really good analogy that i think like goes with what you're saying They they brought up like the sea of galilee and the dead sea and the jordan river flows through the sea of galilee and then into the dead sea and the Sea of Galilee is alive and vibrant, you know, because the river's flowing in, it's flowing out. And then you hit the Dead Sea where it just stops and it's dead, <laughs> you know? And so, you know, you're like, if all I'm doing is self-love and there's no outflow, it's just this dead stagnant sea. But if it flows in and flows out, like it's alive and vibrant and actually is what love is supposed to look like.
0: For sure, I would say that Love is not stagnant. Like, love is not, like you're saying, Zach, love is not in one specific area. It should be flowing out of us in all kinds of different directions through all kinds of different means. I mean, when we're thinking about bearing good fruit and how love and kindness and goodness are those good fruits that we're bearing out, we don't just have to be bearing apples, for example, if we're talking on the fruit reference. We can be bearing love with apples, love with pears, love with oranges. I I don't know. I'm kind of on this tangent here, but at the same time, tangerine, (laughs) tangerines, you can bear tangerines of love. Like, like going back to my point about certain people feel best loved in different ways. Like that's an example of that too, where it should be flowing out in all kinds of different directions. Um, to the point where it is like, it's, it's super devoted. Like it's, it's sincere. It's intentional. It's, absolutely just like intimate
1: yeah and i think that that's just bringing to mind um, the very classic love passage that gets read at every wedding i'm pretty sure not everyone <laughs> but a lot of them um, and i also want to come just on say before, preach it
3: elena
1: <laughs> what i want to say is that because this is about um, actually love within the body of christ is like where this passage is like context comes from um, and so I'm going to read it, but then I also want to, like, I was thinking about this passage and I was like, what's the antithesis? Mm. So I want to read it first, like what it actually says, and then I want to read it for what it's not. So um, 1 Corinthians thirteen four through 8, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, so that's um what the Bible says, and so then we kind of learn from that that love is not insincere, love is not evil, love is not out for itself, love is not undevoted to others, love is not dishonouring others, love is not self-promoting, love is not seeking to be served, love is not unjoyful, love is not inhospitable, love is not ungenerous, love is not persecuting, love is not cursing others, love is not prideful love is not living in division, love is not repaying evil for evil, love does not fail. And so like some of those things are repeated, but some of them are kind of like the antithesis of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just like important, like when you read the Bible in general to just kind of be like, what is it saying? What is it not saying? Um, exactly. It's a really easy like comparison to just kind of give yourself like kind of some
0: gutters to see like this mm-hmm. is
1: here, this is my other ditch, this is, yeah, just that kind of
0: thing. Well, even going off of that, like there are a lot of times in the Bible where I feel like we read this and we're like, well, it doesn't say this. So I guess that's okay. (laughs) But it's like, critically, we do need to think about like, if it does say this, even though it doesn't explicitly say like, love is not insincere or love is not evil. That's something that if we generally think, if we critically think we're going to be able to take from passages like that. You know what I mean? Like we are going to be able to figure that out.
1: Yeah. I think that's so good. And um, Josh already kind of started talking about this, but yeah, just like I think something to look at is what does self love look like biblically and what separates that from like self indulgence or self centeredness, mm-hmm.
0: yeah? Because there is a point of self love that is great, and like we do need to be taking care of ourselves, we do, you know, like um, Zach was saying, we do need to have that river flowing into us, mm-hmm. um, but how does it become not stagnant where like you're saying it becomes self-centered and self-indulging
2: yeah once again um like we've said like five times already i think in this podcast that love (laughs) is action yeah um and so i was just sitting here thinking about like the most loving people i know and how they're the ones that are always on the move they're always the ones that are servant-minded and Mm. they're always they have a heart for others and if you think about like you know everyone loves like their grandma so their (laughs) grandma's not just like you know sitting doing nothing all day she's like out there like helping out making cookies and she's always like showing love to those um, that mean the most to her. And so I think the most servant minded people I know are the ones that are always moving um, and always um, looking to others best interests before they look at their own.
3: Josh, I am um, think of verse like what you're talking about, like these people who are servant hearted, they are loving. Like I think it's first john 419 like we love because Christ first loved us. And so, like, these people, why are they so motivated to love? You know, like, where where does that come from? And it's from that place of, like, well, Christ first loved me. And there's times when I've read that verse and I've been, like, yeah, like, I think it makes sense. Christ loves me. Like, I was a, I was a solid pick. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> and like, we forget, like, oh, wow, I was so desperately in need of the gospel, too. You know, like, like, okay, like, needing the gospel in my own life, knowing that love and, like. And that's that motivation for that servant-heartedness that you're talking about, that outflow of love.
0: Absolutely. I think one thing that I'm really trying to bring up in multiple episodes of this is kind of the idea of like every single person with a heartbeat is in need of a savior, and like just because we are the people on this podcast and on behind the microphones doesn't mean we have this entire thing figured out. Um, And and that's the whole point Is like We are in need of a savior just as much as everyone else is in need of a savior We are in need of love just as much as everyone else is in need of love And like sometimes that is a self-love That's a self-confidence with your relationship with the Lord Um, But sometimes that can get twisted into I just need myself And that's, you know, all I need is myself I don't need to feel the love of Jesus I don't need to pour out the love of Jesus And it's like, no, we need that flow of it Um, And I think a really good place that references that is 2 Timothy 3, um, 2 through 5, and that says, For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasing, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. So what we talked about in our series intro was basically about this idea of you can't fake good fruit because at the end of the day, you can't really control what fruit is coming from you. Like you have trust in the relationship that you have with the Lord, but basically you are going to bear good fruit or you're going to bear bad fruit. And you can build up your relationship with the Lord and have confidence in it. But if you're bearing bad fruit, there's something that needs to be addressed. Um, and I think when it comes to this verse in 2 Timothy about having the appearance of godliness but denying its power, that's where this bad fruit is coming in, and that's where this loving kindness that's only focused inward can get us in trouble.
2: Yeah, as soon as we look into ourselves for the solution to our problems or to, to, to fix ourselves, to, to cover up our own sin, to try to without you know the blood of Jesus, we really we really just fail. We mm-hmm. fall right on our faces every time. And so this just gives them the idea of like, it's kind of counterintuitive how self-love is always you giving more. You need to you know give more in order um, to have that joy and to, to harvest that good fruit that can be brought about only by the Spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think too, um, I'm just like reminded of the passage that's like, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Um, and like that's like a commandment that like Jesus talks about, um, and I, I believe it's just like also part of the law um, in a way. Just yeah, um, but like thinking on that, like okay, how do we love ourselves then? Um, like where do we learn to love ourselves so that we can love our neighbor as we love ourselves? Oh, like we actually learn that our identity and our spirit is from the Lord, um, and like once we see how He loves us, then we're able to love ourselves. With that same identity by accepting that his love and accepting the identity he wants to give us through holy spirit and then that comes out as we love other people that same way and that goes back to that passage of like just like the only debt that's left the outstanding is to love one another you know like it's we're not keeping records of wrongs anymore we're just loving other people Mm -hmm. and so i think that that's um an importance of like what does self-love look like i also want to touch on like the more like worldly cosmopolitan version of self-love which is sure. like baths me time skincare routine and just like psych this is a cosmo podcast hey guys so actually get a gua sha. if you don't know what that is <laughs> look it up <laughs> anyways <laughs> Oh, my um, okay, I think, um, but I really want to go there because I think that's what everyone's immediate like reaction is is like, oh, self love is my skincare routine <laughs> at night.
3: I just need some me time right now.
1: <laughs> I just need some me time, and so I think we, like what I, where I want to go with that is boundaries. Ooh, I yeah. want to talk about love through boundaries. Um, I think that the best way to honor other people is to show up one as like one hundred percent or like at least in the nineties. <laughs> when you show up to like yeah. be with someone else and so if you can't show up at like 90% or above at your best you it's probably not worth going to but also keep your commitments and so how do we keep our commitments and like keep our morale like up between that 90 and 100% well we need to set good boundaries and like actually take care of ourselves so like for me personally that looks like um getting fresh groceries nourishing my body well um moving my body throughout the day like Building exercise routines into like my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it means getting my work done when I have the time to do it. It looks like being organized with my schedule, so I know what I can commit to. And like those are just really simple practicals for like how to honor others and like love others by like being faithful with commitments. Mm-hmm. Also, for
2: sure. Really, if if you're like trying to be like the most pleasure-seeking person, like like the self-love in our culture, you'll just like sit on the couch and like eat a few tubs of ice cream and watch. You know, a couple of seasons of your favorite Netflix show, but it all just, like, it just makes you feel like crap in the end, you Mm -hmm. know? Even, like, in a and only, like, a disciplined sense, not even a spiritual sense, you'll just be, like, you'll just be dead.
0: That's not self-love. That's indulging in your idols.
2: Right,
3: exactly.
0: Ooh, she went there. Sorry, Cosmo.
3: Amen. (laughs) And Elena, like, what you're saying, like, all that stuff is, like, okay, Lord, like, this is what you've given me. You've given me my body, my time, my schooling. Like, let me be a good steward of it. Let me handle it well and like again like the reason for doing that like that is worship you know it's not like these are my good religious disciplines so that god loves me but it's like i i know his love i know he loves me and so yeah i want to steward it well i want to worship him through being responsible taking care of myself like and all that is to worship the lord it doesn't increase our value or increases love of us it's like i trust you like i you i trust the life that you have for me because I love you and I know that you love me, you have my best interest at mind.
2: If you love me, you will obey my commands. Yeah, no, It's that simple.
0: It's that simple. Mic drop. We've had a lot of mic drops here today, but I appreciate it. Um, and with that, we are gonna move into our very first reference minute of season two of Working at the Wheel. Hype, hype, hype. Yeah, I know you guys have been waiting for this. But basically, um, if this is your first time listening to us, our reference minute, is something that we do at the end of each podcast. So you've heard us talk, you've heard us pour in these truths, but at the same time, you want more. But we're also not going to bore you with a three-hour podcast episode that you're probably not going to listen to. So what we're going to do is we're just going to plug some extra references that have helped us come to uh, the knowledge that that we were able to share with you today. Um, So I'd love to hear some references that you guys have for our listeners so that they can continue to learn about loving kindness and goodness and um, how to have good self-love without self-indulging in those idols like we talked about. Um, so anything that you guys want to plug now would be the time to do so.
3: One I would plug would be Knowledge of the Holy by A.W. Tozer. Um, heck, you could plug the book of First John, <laughs> you know. Um, and then I think the passage like Ephesians 3 16 through 19 where he just talks about we need the strength to comprehend and incomprehensible love
2: i actually read the the crew book that was given to us for what was it well last winter conference i believe it's called god has a name Mm -hmm. uh, by um john mark comer i think his name is but anyways uh i just picked it up during the summer and read it and it was really good um it talked about um how god does have a name he is yahweh and Mm -hmm. He talked about um, how, in the Old Testament, he shows himself as he shows himself to Moses as this God that is love, mm-hmm. slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, compassionate and gracious. And so he just he just shows his character right to Moses. Um, and there's just such a strong this idea of like God being abounding in love, um, and he is so relational. That's really what the book was pretty heavy on is how God is a relational God and he loves us and he cares for each one of us
1: mm-hmm. yeah I also want to plug a book by John Mark Comer um Ruthless Elimination of Hurry um mm-hmm. I actually have not read it which is super funny but I've heard multiple like messages on it and like also listen to his podcast book club plan to do a book club with it actually so let me know actually. I've read
3: the book so I would also recommend it I second, your motion,
1: <laughs> Zach would also recommend it. Yay! Um, that that see, now you got two people, that's what I'm saying. Um, book uh, club, book club. So, yeah, actually text me, um, or DM me on Instagram if you want to do a book club on this. But, um, Helena.lato Elena. on Instagram, <laughs> but um, yes, and so I think why I bring that up too is because going back to like what I was saying a little bit, it was just like rhythms of rest are so important for like honoring other people and, like, incorporating, um, rest and, like, God's design for rest into your life, and, like, honestly, we should do a whole podcast episode on this, but I think that that's really important for, like, that self-love topic that we're thinking about, um, there at the end is just, like, yeah, how do I incorporate, like, God's design for, like, rest in my life, and I think that book is so good at calling out, um, that, yeah.
0: For sure. Well, thank you guys for being here today. Um, I think we really nailed this topic of loving kindness, and, um, really just defining it, defending it, and putting out practical actions of what we can truly do with this as we move um, further into our relationship with Christ and further in our faith walk. Um, so as we move forward in our series, we're going to continue to talk about um, the things that are referenced in, in Galatians 5, and 23. Um, so we're talking about joy and peace and faithfulness, um, self-control and forbearance, um, honesty, Um, and all of this so stay tuned for that we're really excited about this series we're really excited to just continue um, year two of working at the wheel Um, but with that that is all for us today Uh, so thank you for listening and we'll see you back next week bye guys